up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things that they go through. Today, we've gotten a lot of requests to expand on the exes episode. I think that's a good idea, but can I be honest? I want to I wanna actually talk about something else. Because okay. I've been thinking about this a lot. Okay. And I think it's time we start talking about having a second kid. Really? I'm ready, baby. It's a little bit different than talking about exes. I, I know. I know, I but like I'm ready. it has similar weight to it. I want to have this conversation live. Okay. Because have you put any thought into it? Are you kidding me? So you've been thinking about it. Girls think about this stuff far, like way far in advance than men. I feel like I'm ahead of the curve here. I think I thought about it before we got married. Multiple kids already? Yeah. And like the spacing and Yes. Yes. I had a plan for my life when I wanted to be married. I had a plan when I wanted to have kids. By what age did I want to have so many? Yeah. Is that responsible of you or like, uh, or a red flag? I think that is a girl, a lot of girls in their mentality in the fairy tale lifestyle. Okay. Well, that. Hey, I didn't know. I I I was about to say. I have another thought to that. I feel like, I feel like having a general plan moves you into the direction and like hones your thoughts and your actions and lifestyle towards what you want. Life coaching from Sean. I agree, but I just didn't know that you had been thinking about a second kid since before we were married. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I guess like generally I was thinking. Did you ever think before you were married of how many kids you might want someday? I thought I want, I've, I think it's a, a pretty common uh, thought process to desire the amount of kids that you were a part of. So as a you're family. saying yes. You thought about it too. Yeah, but it's okay. No, you're right. Well, and let's talk about it though. Okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. okay. Because Drew is now 13 months old. Yes. Just turned 13 months. Yes. And I was thinking, I feel like it's easier to be closer friends with siblings that you're closer in age with. And I, I want our kids to be close friends because that's the experience I had. And I feel like there's nothing like having a brother or sister that is just your ride or die. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like right there is why I freak out at the idea of a second kid all right as a kid i used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity and right here in our hands we have the kiwi Co box which is the activity of all activities for young kids the colorful chemistry set to be specific so with drew and jet and bear we try to have really intentional playtime, and that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life i love with kiwiko that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in so each box this one's the colorful chemistry set um this has to do with science but especially with bear it can be really hard with a four-month-old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. 
I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the colorful chemistry kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept him really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors, and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids, and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code COUPLE. Because you never had siblings. No. The pressure you just put on, whether it was like intentional or not, so this is, okay, this has been happening a lot lately, whether it's from like friends or family members or just random people on social media, a lot of people put pressure on you and you're, they're like, if you want more kids, you need to have them close together. Otherwise, you know, they're going to be too far apart and they're not going to be friends and like all that. That puts a lot of like weight on a woman because then it's like, oh, yeah, oh, I got to get pregnant this month. And like, oh, like, what if we miss it this month and then next month? And that's another, you know. Then is, are the, yeah, just, are the birthdays going to be, are they going to have like the same birthday? Are they going to be born in the same month or are they, it's just like, there's a lot. Fair enough. I did not mean to put unwarranted pressure on you in a, for something that you have literally zero control over. Yeah. Like, I feel like we've been continually humbled with the realization that you don't just get pregnant whenever you decide yeah. to get pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Fam, like, I guess you could do family planning and say, you know, I want two kids under two. I think that'd be fun in a scary way put me in the loony bin but that's what i'm i'm shooting for here so that means we have two more months am i doing my math right if drew's 13 months we can get pregnant all the way until she's you're freaking me out 15 months you're freaking me out so it's interesting that your friends say have them quicker because i feel like i've gotten a lot of feedback saying space your kids out well it just goes back to everybody has opinions and I, I will say, I just feel like the second kid already is so much different than the first because when it's your first, it's like, we're going to try to have a kid as long as it takes to try to have a kid to have a kid. And then the second one, all of a sudden it becomes this mind game of, well, are they going to be in school together? And mm-hmm. are the birthdays going to be too close together? Are we going to be celebrating Christmas with a one-year-old and an infant? And like all these things. And it's not just this like freeing feeling of like, Oh, let's try to have a baby. I wish it was. And like, I, I wish I could make it like that, but I just don't feel like you can when you think like I do. I wonder Are you with me. People? So, so I just Googled as, as far as the spacing between kids, I Googled, um, what's recommended and actually the world health organization recommends a minimum of two year intervals between pregnancies. <laughs> well, this is interesting. Let's, let's read through this. Studies have su- suggested the intervals shorter than 18 months 
are associated with increased risk to the infant, including preterm birth. Wow, I haven't read through this yet, so this is a little scary. Low birth weight, small size for the gestational age, and NICU admissions. Okay. Wait. Uh, on the flip side, longer intervals, more than 59 months, so that's five years, between pregnancies have been associated with increased risk for mothers, such as developing preeclampsia. Mm-hmm. What's that? I don't know. Here, pre high blood pressure uh, and swelling are symptoms. It's also called toxemia. It's a disorder that generally develops after 20 weeks of pregnancy. Um, The small blood vessels clamp down in the liver. Wow. Okay. Okay. Rabbit hole. So they, World Health Organization says any time between two years and five years between pregnancies. So that will lead me to our doctor. So every doctor has different opinions. The World Health Organization has a different opinion. Your mom's going to have a different opinion. Um, our doctor has give up, given us the go-ahead. So she... Awooga! You know this. Don't Awooga! Like Awooga! Go ahead to what? Go ahead to what, what, though? Go ahead and what? <laughs> Try to have a baby, Andrew. Okay, now um, we talking. Now we here. But she had a request, and it's not like she can tell us what to do and what not to do, but she had a request. She said, I would love if you could wait a year. She said, after a year, you like I, I feel comfortable with you doing whatever. Like, you could get pregnant the first month, second month, whatever. Or you could wait and not have another kid. But she said, after my C-section given like my activity level and the scar tissue and everything, she just really wanted me to wait a year to give me the best chance for a having a V back. Do you know what that is, Andrew? A vaginal birth after C-section. Wow. I'm really proud of you. Technically a cesarean. Yeah. Um, I saw a sign with that. And to give the baby the best chance at like not going into preterm labor and stuff. So, so you're saying the turnaround's quicker if you have, a V? I don't know. Originally? I don't know. I wouldn't know. A natural birth, as they say, the first time around? I wouldn't know. That's a controversial statement right there, Andrew. <laughs> okay. Stop. We're going on tangents What's a controversial now. statement? We're going or on tangents. Controversial birth. Jeez. What's a natural birth? Are you good? I don't know. So, doctor has given me permission, but here's where my mind has been lately, which is... Not where I want it to be when it comes to planning, like when it comes to trying to have a child, because I don't want to have to plan to have a kid. I want it to be a miracle and a blessing. Do you know what I mean? Well, wait, what? No, not really, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. So I feel like family planning is a good thing where it's like responsible to be like, oh, you know what? We're in a spot now where our marriage isn't destroyed by the first kid. I feel like we have a good rhythm going financially. We're prepared. I don't think it's like my mind has been consumed with. I, I would prefer not to have a kid in the month of October or early November so that Drew can truly be celebrated every year for her birthday. What? Yeah. Okay. Continue. I would prefer to be able to go to the Olympics next year, which you guys really threw a ringer on that one. You know, we were hoping you'd have the Olympics this year. Not to be selfish. That was a very selfish statement. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I would prefer not to have a kid like on Christmas. And so you just like you plan, you have to plan things out, but then I want them close. So it means we got to get pregnant quick. But then if we don't get pregnant the first couple of times and it's like, oh, do we wait like five months? So you're going about this trying to fit a baby into our current schedule. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I don't like, I don't like that. My mind goes there. So I think that I was more that mindset with the first kid, but then now realizing that kids and this past year has been like, it's just the best, even though we're not traveling to spend time with your kid. It's pretty much the the best thing. I feel like most joyful, meaningful, whatever. Now with the second, I'm like, I don't care what the schedule is. Let's just, the baby comes whenever we can make the whenever yeah. we can make that happen. That's awesome. I love that you have that mentality. I want that. We seem to be on different vibes here. Wait, here's another aspect. Okay. Is any part of you scared? Now this might be different because you have siblings and I don't, but is any part of you scared talking about a second child with how that dynamic changes with Drew? I fear that with another kid, it takes away the attention from her and she won't feel like my girl. Well, I'm a little concerned to hear you say that like you don't want a a second baby to even have a birthday in the same month as (laughs) Drew. That's definitely, I feel like a fast route to her being spoiled, but I guess, I I mean, I get what you're saying to, to, To feel like an individual and to feel celebrated and not feel clumped in, you know? Nah, I came from a family where everybody's clumped in. (laughs) I know, and I didn't. That's why it freaks me out. (laughs) I've never... You you are in uncharted territory because you had zero siblings growing up. Yeah. Only child over here. Yes. But being clumped in and the chaos that that ensues when you just... There's too many moving parts that... so like no one can actually monitor all of it. Re- like as I reflect on my childhood was amazing. I know, but humor me for a second. Drew is your girl. Oh, I love her. Um, she's still going to be my girl. I feel what again. What if we have another girl? That's going to be crazy. I, that's a good point. I'm assuming for whatever reason, my brain is automatically thinking that we're going to have a boy. So. But what if we have another girl? How do, How do you... How does, how do you, how does your heart grow like that? But again, we haven't had another kid, so we don't know. And I've been told by everybody that your heart just makes room and just gets bigger, but I just can't picture it. Yeah. I was totally just of the mindset that second kid equals boy, (laughs) but I think we do have experience. This is how we felt with Nash before Drew was Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, we love Nash so much. How are we going to, are we going to love our baby as much as we love Nash? Like that poor child won't receive as much love as the dog will. Right. And then we've worked it out and now Nash and Drew are besties and they feel, they give and feel love from each other and Drew and the the new baby, it'll take some time to adjust. That's just how it happens. And there is an onboarding process, but that's why I feel confident that like Drew's developmentally at an age where she's walking around and like, I think can can she's starting to process things you know that how fun yeah. is that to see by the yeah. way and then you and i are in a position where it's like we're settled <laughs> and we've we've come to terms with being parents fully which 
I'm not, I'm kind of joking about that, but not really. Yeah. It's an identity shift. We've talked about that. And I think another baby will just be a beautiful addition. Okay. Humor me for a second. I've sat through all of this. Okay. Yeah. I'm not ready for, I did not know I was walking into a. Think of our lifestyle right now. You have one kid. One person is always relieving the other of their duties and allowing them to take a breather. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'll do bath time. You get to sit and at least like take a breath before we switch. And then you put her down for bedtime. That's an awesome. It's just like the dynamic we figured out with parenting and how we've done it. Mm-hmm. It's truly a 50 50, which is awesome. Think about with a second kid. One of us always has a kid. Well, so I think that's the, that's the argument for people waiting a long time between kids because yeah. the one kid will be in school or like self-sufficient to some degree. And then the one kid can kind of help even. Yeah, kind mm-hmm. of. But well, Mallory and Kyle yeah. say that one person just kind of has their <laughs> kid that they deal Mallory with. Mallory and Kyle say that Shepard has a mom and Ford has a dad. And neither of them have the other <laughs> because Kyle is always with Ford and Mallory is always with Shepard. Does that mean you get Drew? I called dibs on Drew. That freaks See, me all out. Right, so that's why I, that's why I hope we have a boy kind of, cause I feel like if a second kid was a boy and you were spending more time with him, then like he would, Oh man, this is tough. I hope it's a boy. I'm sweating. You hope our second kid someday is a boy? Well, I just feel like that lends itself more to, again, kind of the experience that I had growing up. Mama's boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you spend all the time together. Kind of like a... And daddy's girl. It's And him and I, like, get select interactions where they're really fun and, and, like, meaningful. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you'll just have select interactions with your I don't know how potential son someday. You're talking me out of this thing. <laughs> yeah. kind of. I'm getting more and more scared. Yeah. Yeah. Drew's going to be great, though, with the second kid. I think. Who knows? I actually think she will. I think she'll be, like any kid, jealous because she is, like, she wants our attention. But she loves other kids so much. She literally lights up when she gets to be around another kid. Yeah. So the argument for longer spacing, sorry, I keep kind of revisiting this because so, mm-hmm. we haven't really fully fleshed out the ideas. Okay. The advantage to waiting a long time between kids is one kid is more self-sufficient and it's still, I feel like a team dynamic with the new baby. The advantage of having kids back to back is you get the baby phase of your life over with like sooner. You know what I'm do saying? Do you want that? I kind of do. <laughs> I kind of do. This well, is also the greatest time of our lives. A hundred percent, but I don't want to be in this phase. I don't want to have done it for 2020, the whole year with Drew. And then you experience the joy of the kid growing up and then you go back to the baby phase and it just, yeah. I feel like it's a wrecking ball to everything. So yeah. like we're in, we're doing it. We get it. Our expectations are there. Our schedule is formatted around baby phase. Let's just ride it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are you thinking about? Do you want me to be honest? Yeah. Your scruff is long. 
<laughs> I'm impressed. Ooh, this is when we practice to have oh the gosh. baby. Do you like it? It looks good. I've Thank never you. seen it this long, though. Have you ever had it this long? No, this is the longest I've ever had it. Like, it's going past your lip. It's the longest I've ever had it. Is it tickling your bottom lip? Sometimes when I do this. Mm. Do you yeah. do that a lot? Because I notice it kind of... Hey, cutie. Okay, another thing that I've been thinking about is, like, physically. I have worked really hard for the past year to, like get my body back, to feel good about myself, to like have the energy and just like health to chase her around. Mm-hmm. You've done, you've done a fantastic job, Sean. Thank you. Let me say, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm impressed. You inspired me. You literally worked out every single day for like <laughs> an hour and a half. Yeah. Even on days you didn't want to. And at first it was just to get your pre baby body back. Yeah some degree and now you're in really good shape so it was well and i do want to make that clear too it wasn't because i wanted to change how i looked i felt i honestly felt great about myself the day i came home from the hospital i was like yeah i didn't like have the goal in the gym of oh i i want to change how i look i just felt weak and i had never felt like that before like muscularly and not being able to sit up because of the C-section and just feeling weak, I didn't like. Mm. Especially with Drew. I wanted to be like fit. Mm-hmm. But that leads me to pregnancy is a lot. Yeah. I was really nauseous the first trimester and I had migraines every day. Having that on top of chasing a one-year-old around the house, like, scares me. How do you, like... When you get super large and in charge towards the third trimester, how are you like picking up a almost, you know, two year old or I don't know. It just Did you say super large and in charge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you looked back at my pictures? Super large. My and belly in charge. was large. Yeah. And in charge. I just like I can't imagine during the first pregnancy where during my pregnancy with Drew. I committed every minute and day to pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like I focused on making the food that would be good for the baby and just like making sure I got enough sleep and rest and like all this stuff. You can't do that with a kid. With a second kid? No. I mean, heck, I barely get enough time to eat a meal in the day with what we do right now. It just that kind of freaks me out. I came in here hot, ready, (laughs) and now I'm like, wow. Babe, I'm going to tell you this right now. A goal in life for me, like, this is bougie, bougie AF, but I've always had the goal. Like, someday, I think it would be so great to have a chef. (laughs) What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should also have a butler, baby. No, (laughs) no, just a cook. I think it would be awesome. While you're pregnant? Yeah. Okay. Okay, or chefs out there. Hello. Let's start taking applications. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're ever ready for a kid, though. And we have, we've had this discussion. I don't know. I'm torn out. Like, oh, shoot. I'm getting psyched out by the 
huge task that is a, a child. But you're never ready for a kid, right? Yeah. That's what we've learned. Is you just never are. You just learn as you go. You deal with it. And I want you more. You accept. You want more kids. Yeah. Hello, mama. Yeah, for sure. I've always known I didn't want just one. Has the thought of adoption crossed your mind? Yes. Absolutely. That might be a discussion for another episode. But are we done? No. Yeah. I was going to say, because the other thing, the last thing that's been like haunting me is COVID. Nobody knows. Like, such a crazy time to be pregnant and to worry about sickness and hospitals and just everything. So real quick, I sound <laughs> nasally because I just got done with my 10-day isolation after mm -hmm. testing positive for COVID. Yes. And A, uh, I'm humbled by, I'm humbled with gratitude, realizing that, wow, you know what? I, did, I didn't feel that good. I was achy and whatever, but I also didn't feel that bad. And we have close family who's in the hospital right now. Uh, in the ICU and has been for a long time. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster. Your prayers would be appreciated. But you realize that, you know, to some extent, I was like, oh, my gosh, I got COVID. What am I going to do? Mm -hmm. But we've never been in a dire situation. We don't have any pre-existing conditions. Like, we're so fortunate. Let me say that first. And prayers to every other family out there who's been affected by this in a really grave way. But on a, on a personal note, uh, while we're talking about family, those 10 days where you and I interacted for a total of <laughs> 10, 10 minutes, minutes yeah. across the room and I never, I didn't touch you, no. didn't hold Drew. No, you didn't come near Drew. Was, oh my gosh, I can't even describe the loneliness, the, I mean, I felt worthless mm -hmm. because you were doing all of the parenting I felt uh, guilty and it was just a humble reminder that my gosh, every second that, that we get together, every second that we get with Drew, you got to soak it up. Like mm -hmm. I, I was watching you is really interesting. You were stressed out with Drew not eating and you're stressed out by her knocking things over, which is, I've been there a thousand times, but day like two without holding her, I would look at that and be like, what I, I wouldn't give to like, just be right there with her and be able to pick her up when she's doing something. She's, you know what I'm saying? Anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, so yes, a second child in the current environment does seem, uh, you know, on the one hand, terrifying, but on the other hand, when you look back on this year, what an amazing, like, we didn't have to deal with the stress of, of going into work or traveling for work or leaving the house, really. We got this first full year with Drew to be together. Mm -hmm. And if the next 15 months are anything like the last seven, honestly, it's, it's kind of a good time to have a baby. Yeah. I feel like in the sense that you get to enjoy every moment, obviously there's a lot of anxiety <laughs> as an adult and stresses, but from a parenting aspect, there's a lot of positives. And then we do have that 
sorry, did I voice that well? Do you agree yeah. with things yeah. I said? Because it is terrifying. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think it, we also have to make sure we say that we have no idea how long it'll take. What, to get out of the... To get pregnant. Yeah. It could take a month. It could take five years. I mean, that's the other daunting part is every time you go into that, you don't know if you're going to miscarry. You don't know what complications will come with it. The anxiety and worry you get from having no control and just waiting for your, you know, miracle baby to to come. It's just, it's a lot. But I am excited. Does any part of you, now that I'm thinking about it more, I'm backtracking. I'm, well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> we had the miscarriage, the first pregnancy, the second pregnancy. We had Drew. And now part of my mind is like, oh, we're in the clear. And we mm-hmm. talked about this in, pre- in previous podcasts, but it's like, we're good now. No, like, we're, we're not going to, you don't feel that at all. Mm-mm. That's kind of a, a trick that my mind's playing on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, oh, we did it once. It'll happen again. I, but. I'm optimistic that we could have another kid, but mm-hmm. I'm not naive to the fact that it's very common and it could very easily happen again. Are there things that put you at higher risk? Do you think? I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. Your gymnastics past, things like that, irregularities with that. I think that did closer to the first pregnancy. Really? Yeah, just because I was still I was still pretty unhealthy when it came to medications and taking Adderall and being obsessed over what I ate and having like a restrictive diet and just the anxiety that came with that. I think that affect my health and ability to carry. Um, but I, I, I hope that my gymnastics past is, has now kind of wiped its slate. And you're normalized. Okay. I respect that. I hope so too. Um, I don't know what this process will look like, but <laughs> so you're saying you're on board? Yeah. You're on board? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Two under two. They say that's chaos. If we could pull that off, that would be chaos. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. Let the journey begin. We better start practicing. Okay. <laughs> okay. We got to we got to do our research on what it takes to have a boy. That is a myth. <laughs> what? All of that is a myth. What? The doggy style? Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you're not we're not right no we're not okay. no all right another another topic for a future conversation yes well all right sean and i clearly have other things to do so we're gonna wrap this episode up oh my gosh you, absolutely do, you do look good you said you like my scruff get away <laughs> you said get away get away <laughs> uh if you could see my smile if you're listening to this I feel like it's covering my full face. Anyway. Because you uh, think you're getting lucky right now? Happy. You're not getting lucky right now. <laughs> uh, happy Wednesday. 
happy December. Happy December. And uh, thank you for listening. If you haven't, please give the show a subscription and a rating, whatever platform you're listening to, and tune in. Uh, I think next week we should talk about adoption. Let's do it. I think it's worth the conversation. So if you want to be a part of that conversation, just subscribe. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful day. This is the East Fam. Out. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcast on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners, and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way... You'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.